Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, good buddy John. Pull up a car, buddy. Hey, what's going on? How you doing? Well, let's see. Uh, my coachless Florida Gators beat the hapless Florida State Seminoles today, so I'm not too bad. It was a suck fest, but we did indeed beat the Florida State Seminoles. So uh, I'll take it. That's awesome. That is really, really good. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Both teams are absolutely atrocious this year, so. But anyhow, I'll take it. Anytime I can get a win over the uh, FSU, I'll take it. So. Well, I'm watching my Sixers uh, get Joe Allen Bede finally back after three weeks of COVID, and they're losing by 16, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we, we don't even like to talk about basketball around our house. Uh, Orlando Magic are so bad this year. Just bad, bad. Yeah. So. But. So how you did you see uh, my my fantasy football team last week, John? I broke like records in two leagues. I had Austin Eckler and Jonathan Taylor on two teams. Oh Lord! Nine touchdowns between them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, so you did okay. I, yeah, I beat my I beat uh, Vincent, my buddy Vincent, uh, in my other league, two oh five. To 129, I scored 205 points in the SPN league, John. Ouch. Yep. And I'm 10 and one in that league. And and then I won in our league again. And did you how how did you do last week? I won both uh both in both of my leagues both by a combined eight points. No. So I won one by three, and I think the other one by three and a half or five. So yeah, really really close in both leagues, but I managed to squeak out wins in both. So. Here we go. I beat the Duckbird Ducks, 142 to 103. Uh, you, your son lost 134 to 93 to Saucer and Mickey's to our buddy Aaron Ryan. Uh, Tommy's on a, a couple game losing streak again. He lost 155 to 93. Bangers and Mash put it to him, John. Yeah, yeah. Our buddy, uh, our English uh, uh, bloke is really killing it this year. Good for him. 
Yeah, so. our beautiful Judith. She's won four in a row now, 133-56 to 56 over Evan. Poor Evan, the wheels fell off this year, boy. Yeah, he was cranking it, too. Well, no, no, that was last year he killed it. Yeah. No, Tommy was cranking it this yeah. year. Tommy's ran into a little bit of trouble yeah, now. Yeah, some injuries. and uh, You won 92-90, to 90, John. Yep. And all of a close game close, over close. Mr. Dankies. You beat Monorail Bob. Uh, Mr. Gennetti on a 10-game winning streak. He lost week one, and he's won 10 in a row. He's going to go undefeated, never lose another game, John. Never lose another game. He won yeah, 130, 130-68. to 68, And Oof. Sean Duffy finally won a game against your beautiful bride, 110-77, to 77, John. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, so, anywho, the uh, league standings right now are Mr. Pat is ten and one in our division. I'm eight and three. Tommy's seven and four, and you're six and five. So there's still open spots for the playoffs there, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. You know the wild card's still up in the air for me. And and our top three in the other division are Bangers and Mash, Mr. Watts. Judith and your wife, the two girls are. Se- the, Judith is seven and four, and your bride is six and five. So she's still in the playoffs. So, not good for her. Yeah, yeah. But I couldn't believe last week, dude. Every time I turned around, Jonathan Taylor was scoring another touchdown. <laughs> uh, dude, I scored so I broke the. Our league and our my fantasy league has been. We I started in '91, John. This is the 30th year my fantasy league has been running. And I broke the record for points scored in our league this week by 30-some points. The highest score before that was 143. I scored 178. And you killed it. Yeah, usually we average around 90 to 100 is a decent week in my league. You follow me, 110, but yeah. usually 90, 100. And, and uh, it got to the point where I was like, stop scoring because I know it's all going to come out in the wash. I want to have a week and a couple weeks where I score three points to make up for it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, so. But I watched that uh, on Disney Plus. I watched that uh, The Most Magical Story on Earth, 50 Years of Walt Disney World. Have you seen that yet, John? I've got it recorded. I haven't watched it yet. It was really good, John. I, I enjoyed it. You know, I, I mean, some things upset me, but it, it's rare I get upset. Some of the things upset me. The one thing I will say is watching that, for anybody that tries to say, like, and I've read every one of Walt's books. I've read it all. Walt was not in all that for the money. He was so into the fan experience and watching the way things were done, like, uh, perfect example, when they were building, and this was after Walt, but the standard that he set, they said that... Uh, the Space Mountain was built like uh, a few inches off the the spot that they wanted to be built, and they made them tear it completely down and redo all the, the steelwork to put it exactly in the sight line they wanted. Now, there is no way Iger or Chapik would allow that money to be spent again at this point, Johnny. But it was amazing uh, we'll, we'll, of the... We'll move the trees. They'll be okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Or we'll just... We'll just tell the the, uh, the guests to turn their head a little sideways to make it be in the proper <laughs> sight line. But it, it's to stretch your necks. It's for you. Yes, but 
it was really cool. Like the Orlando, one of the things I loved at the start of the show with the Orlando Philharmonic playing. They they were playing, and it kind of reminded me of that little special that they were having that played all the Disney songs with the Philharmonic with the the musician the musicians playing them. And I really love when they do that, don't you, John? Like they play the have the Philharmonic play or any musicians play the Disney classics. Yeah, it sounds great when they when they give it a classical touch. So, and and one of the things that I watched during it that really upset me, that really makes me sad about what's going on over at Epcot, and I think you agree with me on this, that the Fountain of Nations, I wish they wouldn't have, have taken that away. What about you? Yeah, I mean, it had such a great story to it, and it was uh, uh, when they poured all the water from yes. all the rivers and the oceans of the world and all that type of stuff in there, and it, and it had a unique little story to it, and I liked the idea of it. So, uh, and the fact is that even after all that, they still didn't get rid of the funk smell. And I thought that was maybe the purpose of getting rid of that fountain was yeah. because maybe there was some kind of water issue there. And, uh, no, uh, I mean, they got rid of the fountain and there's still the funk smell. So no. I, why, why get rid of it then? So. No, it was very sad because one of the cast members had showed him and he was actually tearing up when he was talking about it because he was there that day and he said it was one of the, the most proudest and happy and happiest moments of his life. And he was starting to choke up when he was doing the interview about how seeing everybody from all these countries from around the world at the same time pouring their water into the fountain. So, yep. but now I really like that. And do you know how Figment got his name, John? I would just always assume Figment of your imagination. Yes, but Tony Baxter was actually watching Magnum P.I., right? And the goats, Magnum had these goats that was on the property that that uh, that uh, he got upset about, uh, what Higgins did. And Higgins is sitting there telling him, or, or Magnum's telling him, no, there's no goats out there or whatever. And, and Magnum's going, or Higgins goes, what are you trying to tell me? It's a figment of my imagination. And that's how Tony <laughs> Baxter got the idea for figment. Isn't that crazy? Uh, all right. Now, let's uh, since we're since we brought up the topic of Magnum P.I. <laughs> yes. Now, at the end of that, am I correct in assuming that it, we were led to believe that Higgins was indeed the, the Robin Masters character? He that's was what the millionaire that was in. Yes, that's what I was led to believe, too. But. Then when you okay. watch the newer okay. Magnum with the with the chick, now you don't know what to believe. Because they have the new Magnum, which I do watch it, I admit to it. All right. Almost All right. almost any show that yeah, yeah. is in Hawaii, I watch it, John. So. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, I, I don't know. It, but do, seeing that whole thing, seeing the original Hollywood studios with the backlot tour, John, the Imagineers. The, the seamstress going through the backlot tour, the the gusher going on, all that stuff made me really sad. And I, 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 I miss the whole backlot area of Hollywood Studios. What about you? I miss the way that Hollywood Studios was the first couple of years it was open when it had the uh, 
uh, and the, you got to see the animators actually drawing in the windows. And, and when the backstage tour was like a three and a half hour uh, long uh, excursion. That yes. was more than an attraction. It was a regular old excursion. And when they actually had productions going on there, I mean, I went one time and they were, I think they, the uh, artists were drawing Lion King, and I believe they were making From Earth to the Moon with uh, Tom Hanks at that time. And so, I mean, there was a lot of actual production going on. And so, and there was a lot of, actually a lot of production going on at Hollywood Studios and at Universal Studios for a year or two, and we were all predicted to be the next Hollywood, Hollywood East, and that whole yeah. thing, and it just all went right in the crapper. So yeah, I mean, I, they showed clips from the Great Movie Ride, John. I missed that. Like I missed so many. I think I missed that whole area probably the most of anything in my because. I didn't start going to see World of Motion and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? And Horizons. I went after they were already closed. So that whole backlot tour area of Hollywood Studios and the great movie, and all that stuff is what I reminisce about, if you follow me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I miss that stuff, too. But, yeah, I, I do have fond memories of Horizons, World of Motion, all that. All that. The original... Uh, 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 imagination journey into your imagination journey into imagination the original one you know uh, mm-hmm. but I, I'm I'm real old school so I got 20,000 leagues under the sea and Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and all that good stuff too so. yeah see I wasn't spoiled like you and didn't get to go all the time as a kid your mom your mom and dad actually loved you mine didn't love me enough to take me. <laughs> no mine didn't love me enough to take me to Disney World well, John you, you didn't happen yeah, you didn't live 22 miles away. <laughs> nah. So, yeah. nah. I will say, my dad took me everywhere, but it wasn't there. I never even... Dude, I never even thought of Disney World for the longest time, if you follow me as a kid. But... Well, you know, when uh, Lisa first came down in 96, when I brought her down to, to uh, Orlando for the very first time, and this was in 96, I asked her which park she wanted to go to, and she said... Disney World. (laughs) No, no. Do you want to go to the Magic Kingdom? Do you want to go to Hollywood Studios? Do you want to go to Epcot? Because little did you know, Animal Kingdom was not open in '96. But (laughs) and she was like, I didn't realize there was three different parts. No. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. She, I mean, even even as late as that, people. I mean, even nowadays, you still have people that don't realize how big Walt Disney World is. You know. No, no. When I talk to them, and they, like the biggest thing that I get is uh, when I'm talking to guests and stuff like that, and they'll go to me, "Well, should I drive up to Universal to?" No, your first time, you have no idea what you're getting into. You won't have any time <laughs> unless you're going for two weeks, and then you. I said you could go to Disney World for a month and possibly not see everything. Am I wrong, John? If you wanted to do everything? Oh, absolutely. So uh, no, I got five days. I got no. five days. I can go over to the beach. I can hit uh, NASA. Yeah. I can go to Universal and do Disney all in five days. Right? Yeah, and then no, I also no, 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 sweetheart, you can't. No, and I want to go see Hemingway Hemingway House in, in the Keys. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you can do it all. Sure. Uh, Another trivia question for you, John. Do you know what was the first Super Bowl and who said, I'm going to Disney World first? I thought the first Super Bowl was with Joe Namath. No, the first Super Bowl that they said, I'm going to Walt oh, Disney World. I'm said, sorry. Uh, that they said they're good. Uh, was it uh, Phil Simms? Yes, it was. Very good. And do you know how they got the idea of, I'm going to Walt Disney World, the slogan? It was Jet. It was Jetta Younger and Dick Layton. They flew around the world in nine days, and after they got done, they said, "We're going to Disneyland." 
And Michael Eisner's wife said, I'm going to Disney World would be a good slogan for the new parks, if you understand what I'm saying, with them taking over. And that's how that all started. Well, and it, it worked. Was, it was Phil Simms. It was Super Bowl twenty-one in 1987 was the first time anybody said on TV, I'm going to Disney World. Wow, how did I know that? Very good, because you're oh, a Disney geek God. like me. Yeah, you know, like the NFL and like Disney, so I guess it, it'll do it. So. Yeah. 93, Princess Diana brought her kids there, and they, she said it's the first time in, since she was a princess that she felt like she was a normal human being when she spent the the days at Walt Disney World, which I thought that was pretty cool. It showed them roaming through all the parks. Do you know what the first two animals were at the Animal Kingdom, John, that were released into the safari? Uh, were they two different animals or two, uh, two of the animals same, of the same species? Same species. species. I'm going to go with giraffes. Very good, Johnny. Ding, 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 ding. Yep, two giraffes were the first two in the parks. And I'm on a roll. Yeah, you are. And one of the best things I got out of this show is Gary Sinise Foundation. You know what he does? The actor Gary Sinise, you know who he is? Oh, absolutely. He's all about the Wounded Warriors. Yes, he is. And he played Lieutenant Dane in, uh, in uh, what's it, Forrest Gump. Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, yeah Lieutenant Dan. But anyway, he uh, he does the uh, every year around Christmas time. He takes all the families of the soldiers that have their families that have passed and takes a ton of people to Walt Disney World. I don't know the exact number, but God bless him for doing that every year. I mean, it was showing all the families and everything, and I think that's absolutely amazing that he does that. Yeah, he does he does a lot of good work, and and uh, I saw a little special about uh, his stuff a couple of months ago, and and it, it's kind of it's kind of interesting that he was actually into supporting the military and everything before he even did uh, Forrest Gump. Yep. And then after that, and then he actually played a guy that lost his legs in freaking uh, Vietnam. And so, of course, that just reaffirmed his position and uh, really threw him into it, you know. Yeah, so. he's an amazing guy. I mean, God bless him for, you know, everything he does. Uh, Joe Rody, get a load of this one. When he was, when they were pushing the animal kingdom for uh, to be built like with everything going on with live animals and everything else like that he brought a live tiger into the meeting right <laughs> let it wa it walked around the meeting room and then it went back out the door and it was like nothing was ever said just the just the presence of that tiger told the corporate corporate people everything they needed to know about why live animals need to be at the animal kingdom ain't that crazy yeah, yeah. Can you imagine a boardroom board when there's a uh, live predator uh, prowling through you? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd be like, why do I have those hot dogs in my pockets today? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, no, I, I really, really, really enjoyed that uh, that that whole show. It was really good. They 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 showed stinking, uh, they showed stinking, uh, uh, what you would call it? harmonious they did sh and i didn't like that they were trying to brag on that I i'm still not sold on harmonious i keep trying to even listen to the music i try to keep listening to the music and uh to get more into it if you follow me like when i'm around the house or working or something i'll actually put that on just to listen to it and john i just can't i can't get into it i really can't i'm trying to get into it and can't 
I'm trying to reserve judgment until I actually watch it, and mm-hmm. I'm 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 going to at some point stay out there long enough to watch it. But I mean, I have like you like you can tell, I, I haven't watched any of my specials that I've got recorded. I haven't listened to any other podcast. I am so immersed in Walt Disney World as it is right now that when I get home, the last thing I want to do is even think about <laughs> Disney. I, I, <laughs> you know, I uh, hear you. Yeah, it's just we're going doing uh, my tickets or writing some things up for work, my different things I got to do. I'll put that on in the background, and I'm trying not to even look at the barges. I'm just trying to get into listening to the music, if you follow me. And it just, the music just doesn't have me yet like Illumination does, but I'm trying, John. You're trying. Uh, You're trying. And then I had somebody on emailing me back. Uh, before I get into that, I'll get into my wife and me were actually watching. They also showed the new ride cars for Guardians of the Galaxy and all, and what it's going to be. Dude, I don't know if we're going to be too old for that, me and you, by the time it does open. She goes, <laughs> my well, wife... We'll she, probably both be collecting Social Security uh, pensions by that time, so, I mean, good God. Yeah, my wife goes to me, she goes, is that ever going to open? I said, I, I honestly don't know. And then she goes, and that Tron thing with the railroad, I'm like, baby, we think a lot. Yes, why am my railroad open? So, but, uh, anyway, I got into it a little bit online the other, not really into it, but we went back and forth where I have one person trying to tell me because they did the pricing for mirrors. What do you think? And I only got it. And I'm hoping this isn't, I hope this is round trip and not one way, but it's Disney mirrors is going to be $32 for an adult and $27 for child per child. So family of four is going to cost you another $118, John, to get to and from the airport. And and I I'm 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 putting this as round trip. I hope it is. It might be one way. What do you think? Johnny. I don't know. I don't know. That sounds uh pretty, yeah, that sounds pretty steep. Yeah, it's $32 a person. And the, and they were saying the person responded cuz I retweeted this. I didn't even say nothing, but they re, they responded by saying uh to the, in Disney's defense, not many people even want Magical Express anymore. I'm like, who are these people you speak of? Are you a travel agent? Because every trip I ever book is the first thing people want is Magical Express, John. And I said, when was the last time you were at the airport? And didn't see the line, like, out the door, John. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I don't get it. I always thought that was part of uh, the part. Actually, I mean, a lot of people love that. You know, they love getting on the Magical Express, and then it's a a Tragical Express when you get back on it and you head back to the airport. Yes. Uh, The biggest thing that I find, John, that every one of my clients want is the convenience of it all being one in one if you understand what i'm saying they they the minute they get on the plane at home they feel like they're on their vacation they don't they're not worried about getting to the park when they get to the airport if you follow me it's it, it's convenient no, you turn in your yeah you turn in your suitcases at your airport in st louis or chicago yeah. and then they're magically in your room you know yes. eight, 12, 10 12 hours later that's magic Yes, it's like I I mean, and and that's the point. And that's why Disney constantly gets away with this crap is because you have people like that that will make up stuff to defend them. Then they're going, well, maybe uh, from what I heard, it was a rumor. Now they're telling me, well, quit spreading rumors. It's not it's not the truth. You know, it's it's just wrong. It's it's I don't know anybody that don't like Magical Express. So, yeah, it seems like everybody that ever used it really enjoyed the experience and it made it really uh, seamless. So. Yeah, well, it does. It, it, like I said, it takes a lot of the 
the thinking out of getting to the park. So, but yeah, I found that $118 for a family. It, it, I mean, at $118, you might as well just get an Uber each way. Yeah, yeah, I would consider it, wouldn't you? Yeah, I. Well, me, if I got to pay $118, I'll put another 100 and whatever to it and just rent a car down. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and then you'd have the freedom to go other places, yeah. and then you have the free, uh, freedom to go stop by Publix or Target on your way in and yeah. get some groceries, you know, and anything else you wanted to do. So. Yeah, and to play devil's advocate, instead of being Lou Mangiello that they're doing this for the parking payment for you, maybe it's the other way around. Maybe Disney's stopping Magical Express trying to make you rent a car so they get to nail you for all the parking fees. If Lou wants to put it the other way, so now that they don't no longer have Magical Express, is that what they're doing to us now? They want you to pay for parking? Because if I'm paying $118, I might as well get a car. Yeah, yeah I would think so. So, I don't know. I, t I will say another positive thing, though. Spaceship Earth, with all these colors and, and the, what they've done with it, it absolutely looks absolutely beautiful. I, I really like the upgrades on Spaceship Earth. Yeah, I see it every night. I actually saw it uh, the other night when I was there at uh, my overtime hours, 2.30 in the morning. It was still running, and actually they had shifted it to uh, – uh, it looks like they're going to have some magic or some Christmas colors on it. So it was all green and red when I, was, I left the other night. So uh, it's, real, it's really pretty. And it's a, uh, it, you can see it as soon as you get near Epcot, too. Believe me, it stands out. Yeah, I, it was, I seen video of it. It absolutely looks beautiful with the Christmas stuff on it. Yeah, absolutely yeah, gorgeous. It looks really cool. So. Speaking of the Christmas stuff, I uh, yesterday I was doing backstage Epcot and toted a lot of your musicians around. Uh, apparently the uh, uh, candlelight processional is ready to go because uh, there was a lot of musicians on my bus yesterday. So. Yeah, I was reading that. And uh, what's the uh, deal with the oldest bus in the fleet, John? You got you got – that got a lot of traction for you on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Facebook, too. Yeah, yeah, it's 4815. It's the oldest one still running, and uh, it's the only one with a hidden Mickey on it. So. And then how do you know it's the oldest one running? Like, like what tells you this is what my I, – I wanted to know. They told you that when you got it, or, do you, or did you uh, – is there well, a there number no, you know because yeah, of the there, number? Well, yeah, it's the number. There is no 4814. So there you go. Uh, there is no number lower than 4815, and that's how we can tell how old our buses are. And okay. not to mention, there's a plate. There's a plate in there of when it was made, so you can tell it's an it's an old bus. So. When was that bus made? 1918? Nah, I wouldn't go far, quite that far. Oh, okay. But uh, I I think it was 20 or straight up 2000. So. Okay. There she is. Oh, how she drive, John? Actually, uh, it drives a lot better than some of the newer ones. You know, I didn't have any problems with it. So, but it's always used uh, for the most part because that's a, it, it's a different bus. There's we've got about 50. Uh, they're called Novas instead of Gilligs, um, and they have a much tighter turn radius on them than the bigger Gilligs. Mm. And so, um, but they're older buses. And so a lot of people they don't like them. Or they're harder to drive. They say they're harder to drive. Um, they run into more issues, but they t turn a lot uh, smoother or a lot tighter. Mm. And so we use them backstage a lot, uh, especially on the West Clock run at Magic Kingdom and the uh, West Gate run at Epcot. Because we've got a lot of tight corners back there, so they make sense to have in the back. So. Okay. 
No, that's uh, that was cool when you put that up there. I was like, how's he know? Like, what's the stipulation on? Uh, like, where's the? What number is it? And how do you know that uh, it's the oldest? So now we know. Yeah, yeah. Forty-eight fifteen is our oldest, and then we run up to. Yesterday I had fifty-two eighty-seven, and I think that is one of the newest ones. Um, so we're almost to fifty-three hundred, but they haven't brought in any new one, brand new one since. Uh, uh, the pandemic, but I, I think they've got some on order, so we should be getting some new new ones pretty soon. So, Doug, I wanted to uh, uh, try to explain some stuff. Um, we will uh, every once in a while. I think I'll, I'll try to explain why situations happen when you're waiting for buses to try to get people to understand a little bit of, of what what's happening. So, you're at Oki West. You're at the third stop at Old Key West, which would, of course, be Turtle Pond. You know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, so you're waiting, and it's about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And here comes a bus, and it's Disney Springs. And you're going to Epcot. Uh, that's not my bus. All right, here comes another bus, and it's Disney Springs. Well, that's not my bus. Why is there, another, why is there two Disney Springs buses in a row? And here comes another bus. And it's another Disney Springs bus. This is getting incredibly frustrating. I've been there. I've been at a. I've been at a. I remember the worst time that happened was at Animal Kingdom one time. We were waiting to go to Hollywood Studios, and we got like four, four out of six buses were Epcot, <laughs> right in a row. So. Yep, yep. So so, now what do you think would be the explanation? Uh, one of the explanations of why something like this would happen. Because they just had a shift change at uh, the the Springs bus stop. Depot? That is that is one of them, but most common is that, especially at a resort where there's several stops like Oki West or Coronado, um, Saratoga Springs, Caribbean Beach, that the most common reason is going to be because leaving, say, for example, the Springs, there were five ECVs. Okay. And so two go on one bus two go on the second bus and one goes on the third bus. So all of a sudden there's three and there might be absolutely nobody else going. There might be just five ECVs, but we've got to get those ECVs to Disney Springs or to Oki West. And so now you're at Oki West and you're a Disney Springs bus driver. You have to return to Disney Springs according to your, to your sheet. So you're going to run through Di- uh, Oki West picking up nobody, but you had to drop those people off. Okay. So that's the most common explanation as to why, and I know it's frustrating. It's happened to me more than once, believe me. Oh um, yeah. But that's, but and for the most part, ninety nine percent of the time, that bus driver is going to have no chance to go. You know what? This is stupid. I don't. I why should I just keep running back to Disney Springs? I want to take these people to Epcot. Every once in a while, you can do that, but for the most part, you don't have that freedom. No, I hear you. There's there. They ain't doing it on purpose. But yeah, there's been many a times I've been sitting at Riverside and watching uh, Magic Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, Magic Kingdom or or Springs or downtown Disney. I remember back then it was downtown Disney. You know what I'm saying? And you'd see those buses. But uh, here we go, John. We're going to go back to Epcot where you were delivering all the cast members. Uh, Tell me if you think this is a good deal. Epcot Candlelight Processional Dining Packages packages at Quick Service, Regal Eagle Smokehouse, and Spice Road Tables, John. 
Epcot is offering Candlelight Processional Dining Package at a quick service restaurant for the first time this year at the new Regal Eagle Smokehouse. Now, John, you've eaten at the Smokehouse, right? Yes, I have. And you enjoyed it, you said, right? It's good. Okay. Not fantastic, but it was good. Okay. Available first come, first serve basis. The Candlelight Processional Dining Package at the Regal Eagle Smokehouse is priced at what, John? So dinner and a reserve, one reserve ticket for uh, a candlelight processional show. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Twenty-five bucks. Forty dollars, John. You're gonna go pay forty dollars no, to eat it. No, the- <laughs> I mean, come on, Disney. No, sir. How about just be happy and let the people pay a normal price and they get a ticket if they say they want to go there? But to charge them, John, literally, the, a, a decent meal at, at at the smokehouse should cost you like twenty dollars. Am I wrong? 15 to 20? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 15 to 20, yep. Yeah, $40. I, I, I laughed at that. The package includes an entree, a non-alcoholic beverage, dessert, and a guaranteed seat at the show. What what, what soda, sandwich, fries, and a dessert is worth $40, John? None. Can we just skip all this and just start charging admission to the damn show? Yeah. yeah, I mean, seriously, can we just do that? I mean, it makes more sense. You know, skip all these dining packages and everything else and just charge $25 if you want to see to see the show. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> honestly, I, I mean, it and, would save a lot of frustration. And Disney, <laughs> put a big scrim up so the people that don't pay don't yeah. get to see it either. Really rub it in our faces because we all deserve it. By, when you walk by, you have to put earphones on. Yes, headphones. Time. You're walking yeah. by so you don't hear the music. Yeah, put the OSHA-regulated <laughs> headphones on. I mean, they are so great. <laughs> They are so freaking greedy now, man. Availability is. I mean, living. honestly though, just skip every skip the dining packages though. I mean, maybe people don't want to go to dinner. Maybe they just rather prefer to pay the ticket. So I mean, if if you're gonna charge a ticket, just charge a ticket. Yeah. You know? so. It's it's ridiculous, man. Everything they're trying to get in our pockets. Availability is limited, so plan to arrive early. The package itself is obtained by ordering from inside the restaurant and not via mobile ordering. So you can't even mobile order. And the show times are 5, 15, 7, and 8.30. So they're whacking people over the head three times. And then, and you know why they're doing Smokehouse and uh, Spice Road Table, right, John? Uh, Smokehouse, I'm not sure. Spice Road Table, I assume, to drum up a little bit that might actually be a not that bad of a deal okay wait till i give you the price on this one but it's okay. more uh, anyhow oh, okay right. anyhow you know why they're doing both of them because they're both disney owned you understand what i'm saying that's how they can do this john and and yeah. set the prices the way they are uh a day of candlelight processional dining package are also available at spice road table for how much you think there john 54. Uh, you're, you went higher because I teased you into it. $49. Okay, right. For $49, uh, so John, I, does anybody you know love Spice Road Tables more than me? No, you're a pretty big fan. Okay. There is no way in hell I'm paying $40 for two small plates because that's all you get. Two small plates. Hummus, fries, and spicy garlic shrimp. 50 bucks, John. <laughs> Are you high, Disney? Yeah. <laughs> You get a dessert platter and a non-alcoholic beverage. I mean, come on, Disney. $50. I love Spice Road Table. I can't tell enough people to go there. 
for the food. I've never had a bad meal there. I love Spice Road Table. But to, for me and Brenda, $100? Give me alcohol so I don't feel bad about spending $100. At least give me a beer. Yeah, there you go. I mean, holy moly. Uh, but table service packages were released in October but quickly sold out. You people should be ashamed of yourself. I mean, you're idiots for buying this. Uh, what else we have, John? Mickey Mouse meet and greet returns to the Magic Eye Theater. I love that. Santa Claus is back at Epcot, John. The meet at the at the International Festival of the Holidays, so you get to meet Santa Claus. I'm happy about that. I saw him walking around backstage yesterday when I was driving. <laughs> Did you rub his belly, John? Santa, what are you doing? Did you rub his belly? No, no, I didn't stop the bus to, to rub his belly. I'd have I had to stop and rub uh, his belly for good luck. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I don't ever remember hearing that fable that to rub Santa's belly is good luck. It is. You know, it's very good luck. According John. to Tyrion, you're supposed to rub the dwarf's head, and that's good <laughs> luck. But you know, that was Tyrion. So. Uh, anyhow, uh, Ratatouille, John. We watched that on the new show. Makes Brenda even want to go more. But I'll tell you what, the, 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 the decorations around Epcot, they were showing the whole back area now where Ratatouille is on a video of how they de decorated the whole France Pavilion. It's absolutely amazing. It looks beautiful. Me and Brenda decided when we come down to see, when we do Ratatouille, we're going to do Monsieur Paul's or one of the other French restaurants before we do Ratatouille. Like make it a whole theme day. What do you think of that? I think I'll get you a beret, and you're going to have to wear the beret with your name on the front of it the entire time you're hanging around in France. Wee oui, wee, oui. how you doing? Thank you. <laughs> I will take the duck. Duck confit. We will call you, we will call you Dougie. 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 Yes. Uh, piss off and give me my food. <laughs> Ain't that how the French are, John? <laughs> huh? <laughs> uh, rumor has it. Piss off and feed me. <laughs> Americano. <laughs> No, but I, that's what we're going to do. We're going to make a – what we might even do is maybe go back and get the baguettes. You know I mean? No, go to the new pastry shop, John. Yep. Have some drinks. Go to the pastry shop. Then do ratatouille. Then maybe eat dinner. How's that say? The crepe shop. Go to the crepe shop. Hang out. Make a whole day of uh, – make it a ratatouille day, a France, a France day, I'm thinking. Uh, the festival floats at Disney's Animal Kingdom. I do love, I, I, let, let me preference this by saying, I do love the boats that go around uh, around Animal Kingdom, and I love the characters on them. But I have to admit, out of all the boats in all the parks, which it, it, I'm seeing they're still hiring, John, it's making it harder and harder for me not to try to apply. But I truly believe that they could do a better job on these boats. These boats are, I, I, this just the way they're decorated, it's, it's it's like a hot. It's not. It's beneath Disney the way they design these boats. Can, do you, can you agree with me on that a little bit, John? The, if they're gonna the, keep uh, them, they should do some. Make they should make nice boats for them. The pontoon boats at Animal Kingdom. Yeah, it looks like they threw a yeah, drop cloth, little, a painted drop cloth. Little in yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they painted up a drop cloth and threw it on the boat. Come on, Disney, you can do better than that, man. Uh, you know, make them look real. I mean, the idea is great. Watching the boats go is great. But you guys did a horrible job on uh, the boats. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you look you look at something like uh, the boats on the Jungle Cruise and you go, uh, people made, seeing people made these things. Yes. <laughs> Come on. 
so 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 well themed, you know. So. Yeah, and it's like the poor people sitting in the back. They look like they they ran out of money for the drum set. <laughs> it just looked like they're all. It just doesn't look right, John. The way the band is sitting on there playing on the boat, it just it just looks like okay, everybody jump on the boat, throw the tarp on it, and let's go. They could do better. Pretty much. Uh, a look at the new refurbished monorail coral coral at the Walt Disney World Resort. It's nice that the monorails are all starting to come out again. Uh, the sculpture of Walt Disney statue, Dreamers Point, coming soon to Epcot. I cannot wait to get my picture taken next to that, John. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all those statues are, are really cool. It's, it's, it's exciting to see all of those. And it, like you said, with the monorails, it, the, the thing that I keep noticing now, especially since the time has changed, is how cool they look with the lights go underneath them. And that's one of the things I think I said a couple of weeks ago. It's like, why was that not thought of years and years ago? <laughs> I mean, it looks so cool when you see, like, the blue one come by or the green one and the lights are underneath it. Yes. And stuff, but why, why was that not, not thought of? eons ago but uh i'm glad it happened now so uh, magic kingdom operating hour to extend it on new year's eve with fantasy in the sky fireworks returning uh dedicated dedicated entrance and seating area for walt disney world annual pass holders at disney kite tails during december that's pretty cool i i i watch that kite tails dude i I don't know what's better, that or harmonious. That's all I'm saying, John. <laughs> uh, your, your tour, is that what, what I'm what you're, what I'm hearing? Oh, yeah, my goodness. Uh, I don't know. Uh, or I think the same people created all three of them. I think the guys who created Rivers of Lights created them too, John. I mean, there you go. Uh, they're, there you 0, go. they're 0 for 3, dude. The, uh, what I wanted to mention about them hours, uh, Doug, you were saying they're extended on New Year's Eve. Pay attention even when you folks get down here on vacation, even the week that you're here or even a couple of days before. I mean, uh, we have a notice up in the in the break room today where we clock in and clock out is that the Magic Kingdom's opening one hour earlier one day. And, clo- and I think Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios are both closing an hour later on other days. So uh, pay attention even the week you're here. Don't just assume that you know uh to go with the hours that you, you might end up with an extra hour especially if you're, you're there in the morning you know you want to know about that hour in the morning so oh absolutely time is money at at, at you know exactly at, at walt disney world man that's why we talk about when we rent a car or do uber or this or that i mean it all you that's half your game plan making sure you get to and from the parks the save am i wrong yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you only have a certain amount of time there, and you, you got to take advantage of it. So. so, and any any problems with anybody on the buses this week, John? Uh, I did a lot of uh, backstage Epcot. Um, that's the, the only one. The only problem I run into there is uh, grumpy cast members not saying good morning to me. So I just look at them sourly and say good morning. Uh, <laughs> but. Other than that, I did a lot of uh, Wilderness Lodge to the Magic Kingdom, Wilderness Lodge to the Magic Kingdom. That's what I did Thanksgiving Day. And I saw a lot of venison on the hoof, but I saw no turkeys. I think the turkeys were hiding that day. It's like they knew or something. They were gone. Um, so. But I was thinking, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure probably the pilgrims and the Indians, they probably ate more, uh, more of that venison than they actually did of uh, anything else you have for Thanksgiving dinner anyway, right? So. 
Yeah, well, the thing that cracks me up, this is supposed to be Indigenous American Indians Month, and I haven't seen a show or anything on for American Indians <laughs> the entire month. There's nothing. Nothing at all. I've looked high and low, and I've seen nothing. But, I, I, I would by the way, speaking of, happy Thanksgiving to everybody, too, because we weren't on the air for that, so happy Thanksgiving to all. And you had your Thanksgiving on Tuesday, didn't you, John? Yeah, yeah, we did our Thanksgiving dinner uh, Tuesday, and actually this year I didn't even have a chance to because it was on Tuesday, and like I said, my stupid overtime hours were until the middle of the morning, um, so I didn't even have a chance to smoke my turkey or any of that stuff this year. So uh, uh, my son and my wife were kind of, they weren't making fun of me, but they were kind of teasing me a little. Look how depressed Dad is. He can't smoke his turkey. <laughs> so, I mean, it is. It's kind of depressing. I mean, that was my thing, you know. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I like smoking. I like getting out there and, and enjoy the five or six, seven hours it takes to, to do all that. And I didn't even get to do that this year. So disappointed with that. But uh, for the most part, we still had it. We, we had a really good meal and uh, uh, still got home on Thanksgiving Day early enough to to eat leftovers so all in all not too bad it looked fab it looked good your meal looked really good the pictures i saw looked fabulous we did uh we didn't do a whole turkey because of all of us having covid this year you know thank god oh, yeah yeah I, doug how are uh, how are brenda and mom i i'm negative i've been back to work brenda is negative now and she's doing well she still has the cough but she's negative mom we tested her again today and she we thought she was negative, but the second line was like faint as faint could be. So we're thinking she's 90% negative, John. We're not sure. We're going to retest her tomorrow. She don't know it yet, but we're going to retest her tomorrow just to double check. But she's getting better. We let her. She ain't going nowhere. She's in the house with us. So we just let her think she was negative, if you understand what I'm saying, because it seemed to cheer her up a little bit. We were decorating a tree and all today. And it kind of, when she heard negative, it kind of perked her up a little bit so that's the way we're staying with it right now but they're getting okay, better good. they're getting better and we you know my sister-in-law she wasn't feeling good so right before we started recording i took we took her over test thank god she came back negative and we'll may i'll make a retest tomorrow because she had three people at her work we had five people go out at my work this week on my job site that all tested positive so it's been yeah, crazy yeah, i mean uh yeah, I'm, I'm actually really, really happy to be in the state of Florida right now. Um, I mean, uh, I don't want to rub it in, but we're well, this is our time of the year. You know, uh, Al Fresco yeah. is uh, the way we go right now. Uh, mm -hmm. We spend a lot of time outdoors for the next four or five months. Um, so, it, and windows open and uh, cool air inside. So, it's, uh, it's, it's a nice time to be in Florida with the windows open. So, No, I hear you. I, I mean... Uh fresh air yeah you know and and the one job i was on that i got it on from what i heard it was there a couple weeks before i got there but nobody said anything oh really yeah Jeez. yeah so we had five guys go out on five or six out on one job that job that i got it on they're home now and they're supposed to go back this week and then four or five on the job i went back to if you understand what i'm saying that i'm running so it, it was a, uh, it was a. Uh, it's been pretty scary around here. I'm um, just hopefully we all, uh, every all of us pull through it, and you know we we get stronger immunity against it, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm so hoping that sooner or later we see the end of this thing. 
Yeah, now they're talking about that new one now out in, in South Africa, which South is scary. Africa, yeah. Yep. So, it's scary. Go get vaccinated, please. Thank you. Have a good day. Uh, <laughs> real quick, let's... Uh, we haven't talked about any of the holiday kitchens. How long do you have, John, before I start losing you? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm trying a different way, so you tell me when it starts to sound bad. So yeah, you, you've <laughs> been great it. so far, so... Yeah. Okay, so we got the American Holiday Kitchen, John. Which one of these are you going to eat? Slow roasted turkey with Ben's original stuffing, mashed potato, green beans, and cranberry sauce. And I, to continue my story, this year is the first year because they're just the three of us that I didn't do a full turkey because we didn't want to waste it. And I actually, we actually bought eight. Uh, they're turkey chops, like turkey ch- breasts that are like made in the chops. And me and we did six of them for us, and I did two for Presley, so we could each have it two days if you follow me. Nice. And it was delicious. We and Brenda did her excellent stuffing and mashed potatoes and her cheddar cheese, cauliflower, and roasted vegetables, broccoli and carrots, and Mom made her cream cabbage, and we had a really nice Thanksgiving. So. So anyway. Slow roasted turkey, Ben's original stuffing, mashed taters, green beans, and cranberry sauce. How much you think, John? Uh, $7.99. $5.75, John. So I'm going okay. here. I'm staying away from Smokehouse, and uh, you can have your candlelight. I'll go sit for free. There you go. Holiday pot pie with jackfruit, mushrooms, carrots, peas, onions, and puff pastry. Plant-based. $5.50. You had me at pot pie. You lost me at plant based. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you lost me with jackfruit. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think that's one of them things that you either like it a lot or you can't stand it. Yeah. And I haven't tried it, so I don't know. So. Yeah, we don't like doing jackfruit either. Uh, pumpkin gingerbread cheesecake with cranberry whipped cream and candied pumpkin seeds for four fifty. I would have to try that, John. Yeah, you know that sounds pretty good. Yeah, it does. Yeah, Doug, I, I want. I wanted to tell you one of the the most annoying thing about driving backstage at Epcot is every time I pass a smokehouse that wafts in the window <laughs> and all you smell. <laughs> oh man, that'll make you hungry waiting for lunch. Uh, and then uh, this last time, obviously all the holiday cookies are getting baked somewhere because there's one stretch there around American Italy where all you smell is baking cookies. Oh, uh, that's <laughs> oh, crazy! God Almighty! So yeah, <laughs> so. it's kind of like us on our job site that. Uh, because, you know, I pack my lunch and all, and sometimes I'll just tell Brent, give me PB&J because I'm just in the mood for that because I don't want to eat lunch meats and every day, and you don't want to eat. I'm not in the mood for hot foods all the time. So sometimes a PB&J just gets you through the day. I don't know about you. But uh, they have this steakhouse around the corner that's a couple blocks away. It's <laughs> like you don't want to walk there, John, because it's not in the best of neighborhoods. But the food smells delicious, <laughs> and it comes waffling, like I said, and the wind isn't. You're getting ready to sit down to a, a PB&J and you smell a fresh cheesesteak come blowing through the window. <laughs> you know. It's not fair, right? No, it's not. But but you know as well as I do how bad you would feel if you went down there and had a whole cheesesteak for uh, lunch. Yeah, that ain't uh, happening. So. No, not at all. I mean, and... But, m- yeah, it, it smells killer, that's for sure. My so. PB&J's coming with love from my beautiful wife, so... So it's there just as go. good. There you go. Chocolate crinkle cookie made with Dove Dark Chocolate 250. Your beverages are a bright white ale, eggnog white, eggnog white porter, peppermint chocolate stout, regional white wine, regional red wine, and a beer flight. 
Would you get that beer flight or no? No, I'm going to pass on that one. I had, uh, I think I had the white chocolate. Was there a white chocolate stout or something? You yes, said? yeah, white. It, it was a peppermint chocolate stout. No, no, I didn't try that one. I have no interest in it. No, I had an eggnog one. Yeah, one eggnog. Time. It and was an eggnog white porter. Yeah, yeah, that one was actually pretty good. Yeah. I like eggnog, though. Uh, um, so that one was pretty good, but, uh, God, there was one I had a couple of years ago that was supposed to be a, um, it was either peppermint or something to do with the holidays, and it, and it was a stout, and it's the only beer in my entire life that I actually poured out. I was okay. embarrassed, and Lisa was horrified, but I actually <laughs> had to do it. It was that disgusting. Uh, so. Yeah, that, that, that's nothing like having to throw that away. Imagine throwing a Lafindamon out, John. See, you're hurting my heart. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Uh, well, I, now, now I lost my train of thought what I was going to say to you. Anyhow. All right, the beer flights. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, nothing. See, eggnog, that brought me back. Eggnog. I'm one of these. Eggnog with me is the first sip is awesome. The second sip is okay. I'm done. <laughs> after that, it's too sweet for me. I can't. After a second sip, I'm done with an eggnog. Yeah, yeah for some reason, it's one of the one of the things that I, I can enjoy. I mean, I, I certainly wouldn't drink more than you know half a glass of it every yeah. once in a while. But yeah, yeah, I enjoy it, and I. I, I might uh, enjoy uh, mixing something with it. Make it oh, a yeah. More well, yes. You put a little yes. rum in it, it takes off yes. the sweetness. Yes, I can indeed. I can exactly. go with a full one with that. But just drinking eggnog as a kid, you know, it wasn't like uh, after a couple I was done. Bavaria Holiday Kitchen. Pork schnitzel with a mushroom sauce, spazzle, and a braised red cabbage for six twenty-five. Cheese fondue in a bread bowl with steamed baby vegetables and marble potatoes, eight twenty-five, and then a Linzer cookie for two fifty. I wouldn't mind the pork schnitzel with the mushroom sauce. Would you, John? So are you in for that, or are you out for that one, Johnny? The pork schnitzel with the mushroom spazzle. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's not delicious. Yeah, I, I think I would like to match the two because I want the potatoes with the pork schnitzel and the red cabbage. I don't, but did you have the cheese <laughs> fondue in the bread bowl? No, no, we haven't tried that one. Okay, so I, I would try the two together. I think it would be a good meal. Fourteen fifty, I'm good to go. So yeah, there you go. I know the, I know. One year that me and Lisa get the uh, red cabbage and uh, spatzel, and I, I think there was something else with it that year. It was it was actually enough food for both of us. So yeah, these are bigger helpings, and you got a hard apple cider, a prost, a prost feist beer, a doppelback beer, regional riesling, and a, a and a beer flight. So uh, you got chestnut. This is where I get the beer flight. Yeah. Well, that sounds good. Yeah, how is the Prost Feast beer? Have you tried that before? Uh, if it's anything like the other Fest beer, yeah, I think so. If it's like the other Fest beers that I've had before, I really enjoy them. I mean, Sam Adams makes a, a really good one called uh, um, uh, Crap. What is the uh, what is the Sam Adams? Winter it's, Lager. 
No, it's the it's named after the guy. It comes in a in an assortment pack with the winter lager and a couple other ones, but it's named after um, uh, Scrooge's boss, okay. Old Fezziwig. That's okay. the name of the beer, the old Old Fezziwig, and it's uh, a specific Christmas beer, and it's got a great name, so I really enjoy it. Yeah, that so, has a hell yeah, of a name. It's, yeah, it, it's similar to that, so uh, it, it's it's a really good beer. Well, how'd you get all messed up last night? Fizzy wig. What do you, fizzy wig? What do you mean, fizzy wig? Who, what were you, fizzy wig? Uh, anywho, you got the, the chestnut, you got the chestnut and good cheer, which is a bunch of cinnamon glazed almonds and cashews. Uh, then you got the donut box, was a pumpkin cake donut, holiday donuts and all. Holiday hearth desserts, you got a red velvet, Salted Caramel Spaceship Earth Cookie. I'd like to get that just to, for the Spaceship Earth. Uh, Mouse Crunch, Peppermint Bark. You got a bunch of holiday treats around here. Peppermint Sundays, the different ones. You got the La- Las Pasadas Holiday Kitchen, which is a giant toasted chorizo served with a giant tostada and a chipotle black bean puree. And that's nine seventy-five with a creme mexicana and a pickled onion, John. So, and then you got a shredded barbecue beef over here too for seven fifty. You in for the Mexican pavilion, John? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, the first one sounded really tasty. Yeah, and then you got La Marchi de Noel Holiday Kitchen, which is a smoked Napoleon. Smoked salmon Napoleon with layers of smoked salmon, dill mousse, and cream creme fraiche mousse served with a brioche. It's a new item. Are you in for this one, John? Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I yeah. like a little bit of smoked salmon. I can do a little bit. You know, it can get a little overpowering, but uh, uh, a little bit, especially with some cream fraiche, sounds yeah. pretty tasty. Yep. And then you got a turkey and bacon, mushroom and onions, and a mustard cream sauce served with a roasted sweet potato. For seven twenty-five, that sounds pretty good too. Yeah, it does, and you got me a bacon. Yeah. As long as it's not plant-based bacon. No, it's regular bacon. Good stuff here. And then you got a chocolate Christmas log with chocolate biscuit, white chocolate mousse, and a raspberry cream with cho- and a chocolate fudge coating. New item. So this is all new. I'm in for all that. I mean, I'm in for the two entrees, maybe the dessert. And then you got a frozen hot chocolate martini with vanilla vodka, vanilla vodka, vodka, chocolate milk, and whipped cream for twelve fifty. I I would definitely try that, John. Oof, that sounds uh, that sounds powerful. Yeah, it does. Vanilla vodka, regular vodka, and a chocolate martini. I'm in for that one, John. Then you got Meli Kalamalaka. Uh, it's the the Hawaiian booth. You got a Kahlua pork with. Okawana purple sweet potatoes and a mango salsa for five twenty-five. I that sounds good, John. You yeah, in for that? Good and, yeah, sounds something, a little something different, right? Yeah, and then you got a lomi lomi salmon with tomatoes, onions, salmon roe, yuzo mayonnaise, and a yuca, with yuca chips for six dollars. And then you got. Hopa Hawaiian coconut pudding with a candy macadamia nut and coconut. I would try that. I know you don't like coconut, but that sounds delicious to me. That yeah, sounds pretty tasty. So. 
And then you got a Hawaiian Pale Wheat Ale, a Sparkling Pineapple Wine from St. Petersburg, and a Melon Breeze with Spice Rum. Uh, then you got the Shi Wasu Holiday Kitchen, which is, it sounds like sushi to me, John. Uh, yep. Tree Sushimi, Grati Tuna, Salmon, Akura, and Yellowtail with a vegetable decorated with artistic bed of rice in a celebration of the holidays for six fifty. And then you got a New Year celebration soba, but buttwheat soba noodles and a hot dashi soup with shrimp tempura, fish cake, shiitake mushrooms, and a chopped green onion for eight dollars. You in for any of that? Yeah, I'd give the soba noodles a try. Okay. Yeah, the Shoba noodles. I like Shoba noodles. Uh, you got the Tangerine Cafe flavors of Medina. Grilled kebabs with carrot, chickpea, salad, and a garlic aioli. New item, lamb, kafka, or... It's with lamb. You can either have lamb or harissa chicken with this, John. Stone-baked macaron bread... Uh, my screen jumped. Stone-baked Moroccan bread with hummus... Fig tapenade and a zook dip for five hours. And then you got an almond spice cake with ginger mousse. So, Tuscany Holiday Kitchen. Uh, what is this? Crispy half moon breaded mozzarella filled ravioli with a pomodoro sauce for 12 bucks. You in for the uh, mozzarella ravioli, John? Not for $12. A ravioli for 12 bucks. Nah, I think, think I'll pass and give me a chicken and a lamb kebab for less price. So. <laughs> there you go. I Just think I, I might try that. I would try this one, though, John, this ravioli. It's ravioli. It's a shrimp ravioli in a scampi sauce with white wine, garlic, lemon zest, and parsley. It's a new item. I would try that for $13 myself. And then you got... Uh, uh, which we call it a cannoli over here, chocolate-filled Italian donut with chocolate hazelnut spreads and powdered sugar, which is a new item. And you got a Pinot Grigio. You got all the wines you normally do at the Italian Pavilion. Then you got the Yukon Holiday Kitchen. Here we go, John. You couldn't have any holiday kitchens and not have a seared scalp, could you, John? What do you? No, that's uh, that says uh, Christmas to me right there. Yep. It's a tradition. You gotta have your seared scallops at any of the any of the food and wine, any of them. But you got a seared scallop with a parsnip, silk, apple chutney, and a hazelnut croquette, croquette for six fifty, and then a beef bourgnon with crushed potatoes. Dude, I'm in. I'm getting the scallop and the beef every time. What about you, John? Yeah, that sounds like a good combination. That sounds like a meal on itself. Turf and turf right there. Yep, $12. You're good to go. It's cheaper than the Italian ravioli, John. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, that better be a heck of a ravioli. I would try it because of the shrimp scampi, but you know what I'm saying. But And then you got a bunch of other drinks and, and uh, food and wine. I mean, d different treats around World Showcase, but that's the basics. I'm in, John. I could eat well through these holiday kitchens. About you, you we in? We're gonna do our best to head out there next Tuesday. Uh, well, I can't. Yeah, we're gonna do our best to head out there a week from Tuesday. So, well, I can't wait to uh, to hear what you guys actually uh, divulged, in, John. 
Well, I tell you what, you call up uh, Epcot Scheduling and tell them that John cannot work until 4 o'clock on Tuesday morning <laughs> because he wants to get up and go back to Epcot. So yeah. maybe if I call them and tell them I'm actually going to come back and spend money, maybe they'll schedule me a little better hours. So. Nah, it's just sad the hours you have. And anyhow. Yeah, and the rest of my schedule I love, but the overtime is just atrocious. Yeah, and the overtime is what uh, makes your uh, – not as they say for the week. That's the cream on the top of the Sunday, right? Exactly. Anyhow, I don't have much more, John. They got a bunch of 50th anniversary stuff. They got a new turkey poteen, all new croquette soft serve, a ride of refreshment port. So at the refreshment port now, you can get a turkey poteen. I guess they had it for the holidays, John. So that doesn't sound too bad. Uh, do you see? Do you see a picture of a Christmas tree popcorn bucket and a Mickey uh, holiday one in gold? No, I do not. All right. So I don't know where the I saw a dude got on the bus at Animal Kingdom today, going back to Saratoga, and he had three Christmas tree popcorn buckets that were gold, not the regular uh, green colored. Uh, popcorn you probably know, for the 50th tree. anniversary yeah i imagine so and uh, but he had three of those and he had three of the mickey ones so he bought like six popcorn buckets i gee i can't imagine what he's gonna do with those hmm yeah. let me think real hard but uh, apparently there's some gold ones out there and i know he got on the bus at animal kingdom so if you're after him apparently they're at animal kingdom right now so idiot probably had them listed at ebay by the time he got back to his hotel they're probably listed as we speak yeah so. No, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. But I don't have much else, John. I know you're uh, dying to get home and chill. So, uh, the gingerbread display opens at the yeah, American... Yeah, signal. Yeah, the gingerbread display opens at the American Adventure. I want to go see that. We already read the... Uh, there's a new Toy Story Apple Watch band available at Walt Disney World. That's pretty cool. And that's about it, John. So I'm going to let you head home, see your beautiful bride. Thank you for getting on the show tonight. And pretty soon we're going to have another recorder, so we will have no problem recording because I'll be able to call you right on your phone instead of Skype. Yeah, God willing, and the creeks don't rise. Yeah, so. Let's hope. Again, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Uh, everybody have a great week. Go Birds! You know, Cowboys lost, John. Eagles Eagles won again last week. If we can get another win, John, who knows? Yeah, 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 you're you're getting there. Uh, all of a sudden, the Eagles look a lot better than they did earlier in the season, that's for sure. Yeah, idiot so. coach decided to run the ball and blitz on defense. It's not that it's not that difficult. Now all I need is Jonathan Taylor to have five more touchdowns this week against Tampa Bay. Oh, yeah, he's breaking up. He didn't hear that one. I think no, he could, he'll be fine. He doesn't need to do that. I think I said to the listeners, I said, I think you cut <laughs> me off because I said that. But say goodbye, John, and tell everybody to be good. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. Everybody uh, be good. Fold your strollers and be good. John said fold your strollers and be good. Be kind to one another. Put your carts away and... Happy holidays, everybody. We will talk to you soon. Bye, guys. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. 
If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.